I I'm just gonna be talking about FD because he's a very whiny person. <sighs> Let's go. I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters who help support the channel. Also, I want to say thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Help the channel out by donating or go to Patreon.com. Thank you. So, I want to actually make a point. And I want you guys to really fully understand me on this. I think that FD Signifier is a dishonest reactionary person he's actually admitted in some videos where he was part of the um nation of islam he's a fucking woke hotep he's just a little bitch and um his personal grievances with things and he tried he has personal grievances with a lot of things and he tries to coax it and coding in like oh this is a systemic problem this motherfucker said that Eminem stole cannabis career I am not joking cannabis the person that got dog walked by LL Cool J because he wanted to open his mouth like a little uh, and run his mouth and he says because Eminem was more like here, here, here let's actually just pull the video up here let's um I am that asshole. Where is it at? Um, let's let's actually do it. So this is from FD's recent video. So let's go. In this million age, in this period of time, trying to battle Eminem is worse than David Starr, trying to battle proof IQ, be fat and bizarre. After the Marshall Mathers LP, he was being recognized genuinely as the top rapper in the game. And due to his whiteness, he influenced a generation of cringe, mostly white, lyrical miracle rappers for decades to come, even though if you would have talked to Eminem at that time, I guarantee you he'd have said a person that he was impressed by was cannabis. Yes, he literally said the reason why that Eminem basically took, and it's the title because he changes it up because he knows he gets hate by some of the titles that he puts. But his whole thing was Eminem stole cannabis career. I I just don't know. I don't know. What did he mean by white miracle lyrical rapper? I, I don't know. But we did actually have Eminem on live TV rap about oranges. The hardest word in the English language to rap about or rhyme about. Oranges. But you know, reasons, right? But this is what I mean by grievances that FD try to coax and put more weight and lend more gravitas to. How being black is basically illegal. 
Yeah. He says, like, I, I, you know, it's basically illegal. But let's go. I was that. It's one part my fault. One part, one part people just not understanding. Um. So, so, okay, okay, great, 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 great. So this is one of his, you know, hot takes where he doesn't explain himself properly. And when people call him out for his bullshit about how he doesn't like race mixing or he's upset about race mixing and people call him out for it. It's like, no, 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 I didn't say that. I said something completely different. (sighs) Okay, let's go. That I wanted to engage with coming out of the black conservatives video was the section where I talked about my son's hair, right? Um, so in the video, I talk about the fact that my son have a, have a, a nine-year-old who has dreadlocks. They're a lot shorter because he's nine, but he has dreadlocks. And he has on numerous occasions asked to dye his locks, insert color here, right? And what is the problem? What's the problem? What's the fuck the problem? What's the problem? What is the problem? Are, are you going to explain what the problem is? Well, let's go. And part of me is like, oh, man, I would love that. That's cute. And I love that he's wanting to express himself, even though I mostly think he just thinks it looks cool because he's seeing older kids with it. And um, <laughs> and uh, the, he had he had a camp counselor that called him Chief Keith over and over again. He don't know shit about Chief Keith. It shows you how hip hop works. He ain't heard a single Chief Keith song. But he thought it was cool that people thought he was cool because he had his locks covered his face for a summer. And so he was like, I should get my locks dyed blonde after that. I was like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to do that. Oh, yeah, because reasons. This is the reason why I just like, I have to put this out here. What? Like here again, this is one of the things that like, okay, I don't just do YouTube shit. Um, I don't just watch YouTube for the benefit of, you know, doing streams for you guys. But this is a popular YouTube channel that I want you guys to actually check this out. If you've ever heard of this cat, sorry. Yes, I watched Devontae the One. Yeah, yeah, I watch it. Are you going to say that he gets beat up by the motherfucking kids? Or if you decided to click on this. Or that he motherfucking um, gets like harassed by people? My, I, my man literally has... A fucking die job. Literally has a fucking die job. But yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's go. Let's. Is it? Is it? Is it being illegal? Is it being illegal? Um. And so the reason why I'm not gonna do that was in the video, right? But and so the reason why I'm not gonna do, I don't. We don't do that. It's not about my son's sense of uh, self-expression. It's because being a black boy is a criminal act. That's it. That's- Let's take that again. It's because being a black boy is a criminal act. What? 
What? How? Fucking how? I live in Chicago in one of the worst neighborhoods in the motherfucking city. You're not criminalized for being male, a boy, or being black. Now, yes, are there, like, I'm going to be very specific when I say this. Is it that cops actually look at you kind of weird or is it that cops try to, you know, have preconceived notions, racist preconceived notions, but to out and out call it illegal? I, I grew up in the fucking 90s, dog. I grew up in Chicago. I know other kids who grew up in Chicago who are still kids. They didn't pass a law, you dumb fuck. All right, let's go. That's it. That's just, that's simple. That's simple as that's simple as what I can express it to you. Being black in public, male or female, gender nonconforming. Um, I have a sixteen-year-old daughter. You dumb fuck. See, this is the thing, and I'm gonna actually make a fucking commentary about motherfucking FD and Cornbread Tube and their goddamn audience. And I know I'm only two minutes into a fucking video, but I'm gonna say this. You know what his audience mostly consists of? Goddamn guilty ass people who feel that I'm I'm sorry for being white. I'm sorry for being white. I'm sorry for being white. Dude, I am telling you, as somebody who's on the left, who's somebody who wants people to be proud of who they are, you do not have to apologize for the way you're born. Go to the fucking right if you want to apologize for the way you were born that you had no control over. Go to that shit. Because that's all that is. This whole thing about, oh, you have to apologize. You, they, That's his fan base. And racist ass, quote unquote, on the left. Black people. That the first thing that they reach for to insult somebody is their skin color. You think I'm joking? Look at all the derogatory shit that these people say about somebody. The first thing they jump to is their skin color. Not that they're assholes. Not that they're motherfuckers. Like, fuck, you can just jump to their grifters. The first thing they jump to is white debate bros. Because reasons. Say what you want about Vosh. Say what you want about Destiny. Say what you want about all these other people. But at least start off with their fucking flaws. If you want to say they're insensitive, cool. You got more of a thing. But the first thing that the first fucking stone they go for is uh, white debate, bro. But and then like they feed into this shit by this content. This content where they just say, oh, being black is, is illegal. No, the fuck is not. And I live in Chicago in one of the most racist, segregated cities there is. Trust me, I know if being black was illegal. Uh, trans, cis, whatever. If you are black in public, you are in, you are in the process of committing a criminal act. You are only safe within your four walls, period. I don't care if you're dressed like, you know, Carlton or if you look like Chief Keith. That said, 
There's data and research that shows that in general, black people that present a certain way are less likely to encounter violent racial aggression from certain from, uh, in I work in an office with locks, not dreads. And th this is what I mean by stupid motherfuckers like this. They're locks. Dread is the derogatory term that they actually use to describe a black person who has natural hair. Working in an office. And I, I need to get my locks redone, retwisted, and shit like that. Hey, 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 hey. If you want to help me out, you can <laughs> join the membership. But what are you talking about? I've had either braids or locks since 2002. What are you talking about? All right, let's, I'm starting to sound like curry on double toasted. All right, let's go. And then those who do not. Every black person with kids that understands this is going through a, uh, a cost benefit analysis in their head. Let's say I let my son dye his locks and he goes to ride his bike. That's just uh, X percent more likely that he will get targeted by police or just by somebody in the community. Thankfully, I live in, for now, I live in an all-black space, but there's, you know, white folks that hover around. And so do you see them as a threat, dog? Like, just like, wait, do you just see the white folks that hover around as a threat? What the? It must be tiring. It must be tiring to carry around all that racial animosity. Like, my son is nine years old, but to a white person, that might as well be 33. To the police, that might as well be 48. You know what I'm saying? Um, This is like, like okay, okay, I'm just going to say it like this. This is the epitome of somebody who hasn't lived in a hood, who hasn't dealt with shit, who, who has had life on Easy Street. Remember, he said he grew up in the South Suburbs. Motherfucker, you ain't lived that life, dog. Oh, all right, let's go. And people don't understand. Like he talks about Carlton, like like the 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 black kid that didn't grow up in the hood type area. I think he's projecting, but let's go. Then, like, I think not, and I think some black folks probably even don't get it, but it's mostly non-black people do not understand that being in the presence of non-black people, even the presence of black people, being in like a a, a space that is there's a, a consciousness that black people develop about being in a space where they are innately unsafe just by being there. I, me, I taught my sons a game called Spot the Black Person. Did Does he think just being around white people, you're just in danger? Okay. You know what I'm saying? I taught them this game uh, a little while ago. It's a game called Spot the Black Person. And the way the game works is, if you are in a space and you don't immediately see other black people, you need to play find the black person. If it's hard to find the black person, then the black person is you. You're the black person. Again, I, I again, I work in an office, working customer service jobs. 
I lived in a very affluent area and like there is even like um I just I wow okay <sighs> if you're the black person you need to leave whatever space you're in now mind you he shows this picture of this young kid right but who's behind him let, let, let's see who who are who, who are these people? If it's hard to find the black person, then the black person is you. Who who is this person over here? I he he is so clouded by his fucking bigotry. No wonder he uses the term flying milk. You're the black person. If you're the black person, you need to leave whatever space you're in. Does this game? So if you're the only black person there, you need to leave. It makes sense to y'all. And the reason why that game is significant is because if you are in a space where there are no other niggas, then you can rest assured that you are being surveilled. And if you're being surveilled, there's X amount more, it's X amount more likely that you are being, uh, that, that that authorities, the police, or just some nosy Karen is going to be um, watching everything you do. And Hey, welcome to 1992. I I'm sorry, this isn't 1992. Um, this is, when, it, uh, one month ago. He was saying this shit one month ago. Yeah, let's go. Looking for you to do something wrong. I didn't even realize that was a game. I just thought it was natural. It's not natural to like the new generation, right? Like, especially like if like my kids have grown up in a relatively diverse environment. Their school is like 40% white. You know what I'm saying? And they're very young. So like, you don't innately, you like young black children learn racism via negative experiences. And so it's like, all right. If and obviously what their parents are teaching them. I don't want my son to learn racism through negative experiences. I have to prepare them with other other tools to. Yeah, I don't want my son to learn racism through negative experiences from other people. So let me just give him a game. All right, let's go. To be critique, uh, critical about the environment. I learned about racism when little white boys started being racist towards me in the 80s, right? Little white boys aren't racist in the way they used to be in the 80s. They're still racist, just differently. Yeah, that original sin because of how they were born. Yeah, okay. In order to try to re reduce the amount of negative toxic experiences that you might have in a white space, because the says so one negative. So getting back to the boy here to kind of get to the story, it only takes one one negative experience in a white space to alter the course of your life. Now, thankfully, this boy it seems has fully recovered and did not suffer much. But let me tell you what's, what's going on with this young man. This young man's name is Ralph Yarl or Yale. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name because I've seen it pronounced a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? He uh, lives in um, a suburb of Missouri and he went to a house to pick up his younger siblings. He accidentally went to, a wrong, to the wrong house and the man living there who looks like, like imagine in your head, what a racist white male character would look like in him. So, yeah, he's talking about that shooting. You know 
how the grandson came out and says, my grandfather has issues and we totally disown him, but he has been brainwashed by Fox News. By that token, the grandson would also be racist, even though he spoke up against what his grandfather did. I Okay, let's go. Move. He looks like if I if I would have seen a dude acting racist in a movie that looked like this dude, I'd have been like, that's too on the nose. I'd have been like, y'all making it seem too unrealistic. I'm trying to find there's a worse picture. There it is. I'd have been like So you're just trying to find a worse picture of the guy. And don't get me wrong, I have no love for for racist people, but I, I, I do just what Fox News is doing to their audience is horrifying. And you're just gonna say, Oh, because he's white. No, are you gonna talk about how it literally came out that he is he had an issue with being radicalized by Fox News. Oh no, he's just white, so he's just gonna think about that, right? Fuck like, this dude. This is, is unrealistic. Y'all are y'all are. I, I just said y'all are coddling white people by making the racist white man look so obviously racist. <laughs> you know, he's <laughs> like looks like the ghost. And this is like his little chilly dissection. Watch this. Racist. <laughs> you know, that's every racist working cast. This is his crowd. This is BreadTube. This is what BreadTube thinks. This is that shit. Okay, let's go. No, <laughs> like, looks like the ghost of a Confederate general. Yeah. So it's important things I want to express about this though. Um, going and this and this ties into my whole thing about black folks moving left and not thinking that being part of the talented tent and you know moving your kids to the suburbs and doing all the, and, and not letting them grow locks you know what i'm saying like my decision to not have my son dye his locks is a protective factor but it is not a solution to racism but you're not offering a solution you're reinforcing it oh my god he's so fucking dumb Oh my fucking god! He's so fucking dumb. He does not actually see. They see. Spot the black person, son. If a white person told their child the same thing, you would have a problem with it. You dumb. You know what I mean? My brain hurts. None of those things truly protect our children from the realities that we face in this country. What do you want to do? When it do? comes to racism, let alone everything else. What do you want to do about it? What the fuck do you want to do about it? What do you want to do about it? Besides having people who you feel that's beneath you, genuflex, to say, oh no, black person, black person, let me wash your feet. Like that cringy ass shit that they were doing um, during the George Floyd marches. Instead of actually offering systemic change, let me wash your feet, let me kneel and kente cough. Yeah, this, that shit is coming up too. But let's go. Um. Uh. So. There, there you go. 
because the thing that the, the the discourse around this young man there's going to be a lot of discourse but one of the things that i wanted to pull out is for everything that we know about this young boy he is one of the good ones and i don't say that disrespectfully because i want all you know i want black i want black children to have self-determination in whatever way they want to exist right um but this is a uh this is a man that plays a boy that plays like however many instruments and is a good student and is a uh you know mannerable respectable he wasn't involved in any form any form of illegal activity this was just an innocent mistake that i have made and thankfully survived a, a time or two right but he was black and out in public there are enough white people in the world and in this country that think you being black in public is a threat to their safety that you have to be aware of that as a black person i mean it's not much else to say thankfully thankfully like i said but we do know what happened we know his grandson came out and said that this is a radical radicalization due to fox news not to even making an excuse but the fact that literally we know what was going on in this very paranoid old man he just wasn't thinking like oh, i'm gonna shoot me some black people today he was paranoid and he's been radicalized by fox news that that's why we should actually take fox news off of fucking naval basements bases and army bases and all the other good shit but he was radicalized you want all the empathy for the fucking victim which is true you should give all the empathy for the victim but you also don't want to talk about the root cause because you want to make it some fucking original skin sin of just because dude is white so yeah he he must be racist see this is why i don't like this whole idea of Oh, yeah, no, it's just white people being white people. There are very, very specific systemic things that cause these to live out in fear and live out in these situations where they feel that they're afraid. But you don't want to address that because it's not good to your narrative to try to reach out and change. You know what? This motherfucker right here, let's bring this motherfucker back up will sit back and talk about his YouTube analytics and talk about how he's trying to play the algorithm to get credit to make sure that he doesn't have to work as hard. And that's all this is to his ass. It's a way for him to not have to fucking work too hard or him not to have to deal with real life again. You sit up there and have, take so many of your petty fucking grievances and try to add legitimate weight with systemic critique but it's just your petty grievances you literally made a video talking about how somebody who literally was a breath of fresh air to 2000s rap and try to say that he stole somebody else's career. You literally said that black people don't like um, like anime because they're trying to get away from their blackness. Let alone the fly in the milk. And also how you were upset when you found out that your wife had some amount of white ancestry. It was He said it was Spanish. And I thought he was African Spanish versus white Spanish. Guess what, motherfucker? They're all fucking Spanish. It's telling, it's fucking telling that you would teach your kid, spot the black person. And if you don't see a black person, you a black person, so you need to leave.
I don't like covering this motherfucker because he's fucking cringe. He's definitely fucking cringe. But people just listen to dumbass for no fucking good reason other than, well, I'm guilty. I think Shark said it best. Best. You go to certain creators because they're your representation. So you can say, ooh, look, I had a representation of this creator. And so they must be right. So I, I've filled my quota. I am telling you guys this now. Anybody that relies on you feeling guilty to watch them, anybody that relies on fear to make you watch them, they don't have your best interest in mind. They have interest in bringing that motherfucking algorithm. Whether they identify with you or not, fuck people like FD Signifier. I used to say in the past, I don't have a problem with them. But just to sit back and say, as somebody who's the father of a fucking 16-year-old that lives in a, in a predominantly mixed area, you're going to say, oh yeah, being black is a crime? Go suck a dick, dude. What is your issue? What is your major malfunction? But anyway, like, share, and subscribe. Remember, try to hit a thousand subscribers by October 1st. And uh, we're going to cut this video segment here. If I gave myself a pie.